Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined over distance by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's fine. I'm very far away. <laughs> you, I mean, you're on my screen, so you look pretty close to me, actually. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> How are things in Columbus, Ohio? It's It was okay. It got up to the 50s. This morning, it was 31 degrees. I could see my breath, and I had a slight conniption. That's some bullshit. I was like, <laughs> I was like my thin Florida blood. Oh, no. <laughs> it was All fine. Right. We'll do the whole Columbus update as we get into dog updates. Oh. Um, but lest we forget, the cocktail of the week this week is the Man O' War, which I like to think is like the Portuguese Man O' War, a jellyfish that most certainly would be carefully yeeted at our house. Oh, I would yeet recklessly. I don't care. Yeet, uh, yeet. But the Man O' is actually named after the racehorse. Oh, it is? Yeah. I think the racehorse is named after a ship. A man of War was a kind of ship, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Man O War. This this is the very engaging Googling <laughs> section. Uh, let's see. The Man of War horse. No, before that. Man of War was a great horse, yes. I'm just thinking if we can find out what... I mean, maybe he was named after the jellyfish. Eh. Eh. That seems like a step down in animal naming. Well, uh, oh, while overseas, his wife named the full Man O' War in honor of her husband. <laughs> Who was a man of war? Get out of here. <laughs> that makes no sense. That's something uh, completely different. <clears throat> Not long after the cult was fold, Belmont Jr. joined the U.S. Army at age 65 to serve in France during World War One. Whoa. While he was overseas, his wife named the fold Man O' War. So there you go. Man. Okay. She didn't name it Old Man Fighting. <laughs> That's old. 65 is. No kidding. Old to go to war. Anyway, a Man O' War has bourbon, Cointreau, sweet vermouth, lemon juice, and simple syrup. And a triple crown. And a triple crown. All right. You ready for administrative corner? I love administrative corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mako, the yes. uh, Monroe County canine in the Florida Key Sheriff's Association March Madness bracket, has made it to the final four. <gasps> Excite audible excitement on my part. So, uh, again, come to Twitter. We have to vote by Friday. So far, we're totally killing it. That's excellent. Mako's a good yep. name, too. I would just <clears> say <throat> again. The shark name. It's a good name. All right. So that's our only administrative corner. But uh, we have, I'm introducing a new segment this week before dog updates. Exercising your authority. <laughs> Fish <laughs> scandal corner. Pod queen. Ooh, that's good. I like it. We have updates on both fish scandals that we've been following. That's... These just don't end. All right. Fish scandal number one. Fish never win. The goblin, alleged goblin shark <laughs> found in the Mediterranean. It looked a lot like a toy. Looked identical to that toy. And some people, they published a paper on it. And some people were like, we're pretty sure this is a toy. And the original authors like responded and were like, no, it's not a toy. <laughs> like it's absolutely real. Look at us zoom in and show you where the gill lines are oh on my it. God. Oh, that's right. Uh, it was five, five versus four gills, right? Yeah. And so after they posted that response, Why Sharks Matter, our Twitter friend, 
found or one of his followers found the picture of the actual toy shark, um, which is manufactured in Italy, interestingly, which would put it near the Mediterranean. Um, (laughs) And that apparently was enough for the journal to uh, retract the original article and for the authors to also retract their comment. So everyone has agreed it probably is a fake shark, or at least there's not good enough evidence that it was not a fake shark. The article was based only on a photograph. Taken by a tourist, no less. This is, that's thin. Quite. Thin sourcing. That's like, yeah. That is an interesting part of the scientific discussion. That's like, if we're going to be talking about species found in places that they haven't been before maybe we need some better evidence in this and our peer review system is a little bit fucked up if we let basically a toy goblin shark make it to publication with just like this kind of crappy photo from a tourist of a thing on a beach that's that's cryptozoology my four-year-old said (laughs) she saw sasquatch so therefore i'm going to write a paper about how sasquatch has now been found in you know, Northern Virginia. <laughs> so there's that shark update. Uh, the um, fish update. The other fish update is in the weights in fish case. Yeah. The original fish scandal. Uh, the trial for the two weights in fish guys started this week. For weights in fish incident, right? Because they just went on a spree after that. Yes, th- that's right. For the weights in fish yes. incident. Um, and they had pled not guilty. Mm-hmm. And then they showed up in court and then uh, they pled guilty this week. So there was no actual trial in front of a jury. They pled guilty when they got to court. They so, didn't want to go to jail with a bunch of fishermen. I, I suspect. <laughs> would have punished them. <laughs> Prison justice. Prison fish justice. Here, eat these weights, dude. <laughs> uh, I suspect they struck some kind of plea deal with the prosecutor. But I got to say, I didn't read that far. It doesn't matter. It's disappointing. It would have been a fun trial to have them try to deny the weight. Maybe uh, fish just ate a bunch of weights. Yeah, I don't know how those got in there. Split his own stomach open, maybe. Oh, my God. So there you go. That's uh, fish updates. Well, good. I hope they never fish again. (laughs) Uh, But they were were showing the... uh, I mean, I did read some of the articles about it. The like first prize person got like a hundred thousand dollar boat or something plus the prize money, so they had right. to surrender the boat. I don't know that they ever got the boat, but the boat, you know, they it, definitely had no claim on the boat after this. The, the, I mean, yeah, that's the minimum. <laughs> that's really the minimum. Yeah. I hope the boat went to the second place person. If, but it's like it's a sort of funny story because it's like, oh, it's a fishing contest and they put weights in their fish, but it's actually like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. at stake here right it's not just like i get to say i caught the most fish some people would have like had a great year or life if they'd come in second or third yeah that they came in third or fourth and out of the money yeah yeah for sure so so there you go fish updates these are good this is good this is going to be a continuing segment yeah i mean That's i'm fun. all in for fish scandals people are continuing to send me various fish scandals um, some of them are in line with the keys stories of like catching too many fish. Some guy in Canada this week caught like 400 pounds, too many fish. Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm going to have to be selective on which I want to, I want them all a little more like gossipy style scandally 
than just like fish laws being broken. Um, <laughs> but I'm just going to assess each time. I, lo I love it. Exercise your authority. Yep. Uh, okay, it's time for dog updates. Yeah. Let's let's talk about. Well, let, let's just get the part out of the way that like the anxious people are listening to. The elephant in the room. Hopper um, had her assessment uh, at the Ohio State University today, and uh, didn't go the way that we wanted. There's basically not a lot they can do with her. They were very thorough. No surgery. Not the surgery that we hoped for. Not any other surgery. They basically gave her a shot and some new pills. And then they're like, maybe she should lose some weight. And I I didn't say fuck you guys in the appointment. But I, I came as close as polite to you that. Were, you were very, very nice. They, I knew and it's you not that, Yeah, I was, really, I was really mad about the weight loss thing. It's not that they did. I mean, they were all great and very thorough and professional. Um, I think we were not on the same page about the urgency of the situation for her, um, which wouldn't have changed what they did. But we're not in, you know, if she loses five pounds, she'll get around easier territory. She's in a cart because she can't stand up. No. So, uh, and then, <laughs> and then they were like, weight loss really can help. And Ingo was like, we're not feeding her that much. And like, well, you could give her broccoli. And we were both just like, fuck, what the fuck is this conversation? We drove 20, we, you drove 20 hours not to be told about broccoli. Um, I mean, they did find some interesting stuff. They did a CT scan. They can't do anything though. So, um, that, that's the short, the TLDR. Yeah. And it, I mean, there's a chance the injection will help. There's a chance that the new pain med will help. Um, and they referred us some other doctors who might or might not be interested in helping up. So the process hasn't concluded, but this chapter certainly was disappointing. A hard part of this is that, you know, when I started looking around for the total elbow replacement, uh, I did a lot of web searching and there's just not a lot of places that do it. And so I called Ohio State and I was like, um, you know, we're interested in potentially total elbow replacement for our dog. Is that a procedure that you do? If you don't like I called our regular play, our regular orthopedic surgeon, they don't do it. Do you guys do it? And they're like, oh, yeah, we do it. And I was like, okay, great. Like, what what's the process to get her evaluated for that? And then when you had her up there today, they're like, I mean, I, it's maybe been like 10 years since we did the last total elbow replacement. And I was like, what? How? Like when I was talking to the person on the phone, they're like, yeah, you know, she'll get assessed. And if she's a candidate, she could have the surgery the next day. And I was like, there was no doubt I was talking about total elbow replacement. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, like she, this is the person who does that. And, you know, surgery on, you know, Thursday, if it turns, you know, maybe Friday. And that's like, oh, we haven't done that in 10 years. And, you know, we'll see if maybe they'd want to do it. But we probably wouldn't do it on a dog who had just one leg because it's really hard. And I'm like, where? Like, there was such a disconnect. And the person that they called today to see about maybe doing the surgery is in fucking Florida. <laughs> yeah, which we is a lot closer Ohio. than Columbus. I drove past that person. We went to Ohio because... Ohio State was like, yes, we do total elbow replacement. And then today, Ohio State was like, well, let's call this guy at the University of Florida vet school. Um, and we'll see. I guess I want to be clear. I'm not mad at Ohio State. They did not do anything wrong. I think we're both very disappointed in how today went, which isn't their fault. Like they're they're not 
refusing to help us like they have evaluated us and said Hobbs is not a candidate for these things but it was also a really long drive for some things that maybe could have been avoided yeah no, the, nothing they did was unreasonable or wrong but our expectations were it turns out un, unreasonably inflated by the by the process that that started the whole thing yeah yeah sure we do those <laughs> whatever come down yeah i mean and they knew we were everyone was very clear that we were driving 20 hours from key west like i could get if if we were local you know vosm who's our orthopedic place in maryland who's great you know when i called them i was like total elbow replacement and they're like you know we don't do it but we can definitely give you an appointment so we can evaluate her and see if there's anything else we can do for her and that's kind of what ohio state did they're like yeah bring her in and we're evaluator and see if there's anything we can do for her but we won't do that for her and it's like i mean that's reasonable if if it's a short drive but for 20 hours like you should have at least told me that's what you were going to do because i could have done that at vosm <laughs> yeah. like any other time we went up there yeah it's also hard because we're so spoiled with the vets that we have right because they know us they know the dogs they know hops and they know that what what the situation is right we're not asking for diet tips for this dog we, i didn't drive 24 hours to get diet tips mm -hmm. and the, the you know the, having these vets have no idea how much experience we have with sick dogs and the fact that rehab is isn't scary for us right like that's not a disqualifying factor that she you know she might have she might need assistance for for some months we've done all that yeah it was just it's kind of exhausting having to try to adjust to to people who just think we're you know i don't know i don't know less experienced <laughs> yeah that's right not willing to to go the extra mile yeah. we literally went the extra mile it's not even <laughs> a pun so many extra yeah. uh we we do not need to know about broccoli mm. as an option to make your dog feel more full no and it's a yeah i know it's a teaching hospital too there's a bunch <clears> of I mean, they're all seeming younger and younger every year to me, but there's a bunch of kids staffing everything. That's probably who answered the phone to some hopeful, some hopeful child. Don't, don't listen to what he's saying. Everyone was extremely professional. Yes, they were. <laughs> they are younger than you. That's true. They are every year. I, I don't think they're catching up or <laughs> keeping pace. I don't know how that works. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, it's like a very disappointing day. It, it this is nothing against the people at Ohio state. Like, I think they gave us the correct answer, but yeah, our expectations were not in line with how today went because elbow replacement basically was never going to be an option. It turns out. And, and we didn't get that information and we wouldn't have gone there if we had known that um, we could have done this evaluation at a lot of other places then. Yeah. It's, we're we're basically just distraught that hops is doing so badly i mean that that is the the crux of it is just that it sucks so bad for her and and a, and and it would have been nice to have a a solution that fixed that yeah Dif definitively the, the good news is um she has done well on the drive and loves her little red cart collapsible red cart that has been very useful on the project. Oh, I think she loves the guy who's pulling the little red cart, Jen. 
She's so happy that I am out of the picture and it's just the two of you. (laughs) You'll be so disappointed when you pop up again and she's like, oh, that one too. (laughs) You are so faithless, Ingo. (laughs) She'll be so, she'll be like, oh no, Ingo, you're cheating on me again with that one. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Hobbs. (laughs) She's resting comfortably and she'll have two dinners tonight, so. Since she missed breakfast. So, you know, in the short term, she'll be continue to be spoiled. She's been like playful and energetic and, and overall, I mean, at least from what you've shared with me, seems good. Yes, she she's. Un- unlike other drives where she's just been like really stressed the whole time. Yeah. You know, on this one, she was she was resting. She'd sleep. And yeah, when she when she got it, I mean, she would eat and drink, which she also hasn't done in other long drives. So she mm-hmm. seems to be handling it better now, whether that's no, she was off the fentanyl. So it wasn't the drugs. So, I mean, you know, maybe she's maturing. Yeah, which is a good sign. Yeah. So the current logistics are staggering. Um, e- staggering. <laughs> I guess they're a little simplified. I mean, even if you were to just like get in the car tomorrow, you still wouldn't be home for two days and I have to leave tomorrow. So there would be two days gone. So dear dog sitter is still coming down um, because we need her here. And tomorrow you are going to go to Maryland and I am going to go to Maryland and route to Harvard. We're going to see each other tomorrow briefly. Um, And then, yeah, I will go to Harvard Friday, Saturday, Sunday you're going to start your drive back on Sunday. So you'll get here shortly after GR dog sitter leaves on Monday. I'll be in Maryland for a week. I'll come back down Saturday and then we'll be together again. Yeah. I mean, it'll be the usual series of handoffs of car keys and, and, and change of caretakers of dogs and it'll, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Everything will be back to the, uh, the normal abnormal. Indeed. Yeah. So, so that's the plan. Um, other dog updates. I don't know if there's any here. You want to misprint anything? No, I don't think so. They've all actually been like super mellow and just like sleeping the whole time. I think removing one scares the other ones. They're like, oh, that one was bad <laughs> and now she's gone. We better pull ourselves together or else we'll be next. I, yeah. I noticed one of them, one of us is missing. <laughs> I don't want to be next. <laughs> no, everybody, everyone's, it's been extremely uneventful. Everybody's been really mellow. So. That's good. Nobody ate anything. No, here, here is a random update though. Um, the lady across the street, our kind of crazy neighbor. Kind of. She got me today. Oh, uh, you got <laughs> snared in her web. I did. She, I had let Guac and Remy out. And I was trying to get him back in and she came right up to the fence. Ah, and of course, so they both start going to the fence. <laughs> oh, and it's like talking it like I'm trying to get him in the house and she's like calling him over. And oh, I hate uh, it when she does that. That drives me crazy. She stands on her porch, her own porch across the street. And when she sees like Remy barking, she'll be like, puppy, 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 which of course excites him even more. And we're trying to keep him quiet. It is maddening it's it's very upsetting yeah so i was like you know i had them on the stairs at the time and oh you like were going close. up yeah 
and she comes to the fence and starts yelling at them. And so I did manage to get Remy into the house, but Guac bolted back for the gate and was barking at her. Sure. And I, and so I was, I was trying to keep Guac on the stairs and, and I was like, what do you need? <laughs> She's like, Can you come down to the gate, please. And I was like, oh. damn it. So I'm trying to get Guac in the house. He wouldn't go in. He eventually went over and he was barking at her at the gate, all excited. I was real mad at him because he knows to listen to me, you know, and he, ex- he explicitly chose not to. He's emotionally overwhelmed. Jen. <laughs> anyway, she wanted to borrow some milk. She's out of milk and she has to get up early in the morning and she needs milk for her coffee. Oh, she got like, me like that once, too. I remember. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't have given her milk then. And now oh, I made the problem. <laughs> it, it's fine. So I filled up her little thing with milk and brought it down. But uh, if you re- remember... She was calling Guac Red Baron. She had a name for him. It was Red Baron. Yes. She has a new name for him. She calls him Beach Bum. Oh my God! So like when I went to him, stand on the port on the on the dock. How can she possibly see the beach? Like she's got to be using binoculars and certain angles to be able to see because the beach is the other side of our house. Uh, um, yeah, so but she's yeah, looking through past our, our cars, under the mm-hmm. house. Oh, this is just, it's just ooging me. It's ooging yeah. me out. It's, it's real creepy. Uh, but yeah, so when she's like, you know, can I borrow some milk? I got to get up early. I don't have any milk for my coffee. I was like, fine. And so I made Guac come in with me. I put the milk in the container and I went back out to give it to her. And uh, she's like, oh, is she had called, she had said beach bum before. And then Guac was standing at the door, which is glass, like it's, you know, you can't see through it, but you can see shadows. And she's like, oh, is that beach bum waiting for you up there in the window? Uh, and I'm like, yep. Stop looking in my windows. Stop, stop commenting on my, my life. Car. Like, I don't mind giving you milk, but like, what the hell, lady? Like, stay out of my regular business. Stay out of my business. So. Seriously, what's this bullshit? Oh. So there you go. Uh, it's no longer Red Baron. It's beach bum, which is creepier because it's... It, implies more spying on us i think red baron was better i'm a big fan of the red baron no i know she still shouldn't be naming our dogs no she should she should not i mean she can have some kind of internal dialogue but don't tell us what our dogs are doing oh yes yes just find a different hobby than watching our lives um never mind (laughs) all right so that's dog updates uh, in in household updates, your parents' visit happened. It seems like so long ago. Yeah, but they left on Monday. Also, they did. They were here for they were here for like four days. They, yeah. they drove themselves down from Atlanta, and I gotta say, it went so much better than I feared. It did. Uh, it it was perfectly pleasant the whole time. I've discovered, and I don't want to encourage anyone's any parents out there, but. The secret to keeping parents happy is just to do what they want. Give them what they want. Within reason. I mean, we did not let them do a bunch of things that they would like to have done. That's true, but we did stock their bed and breakfast room with the foods that they like, like yogurt for breakfast and bread and sausage and cheese. You could not have been more pleased with your grocery run. Super pleased to have German bread, (laughs) cheese, and sausage. German bread from Zingerman's. Germans have a bad reputation for going abroad and wanting it to be just like Germany. <laughs> and this is sort of like that. They're like, we want to eat like we do in Germany, but in a different 
place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, but they were super pleased. They were, they were, I mean, completely happy. And uh, we, I showed them a lot of stuff and, and nobody got a bad sunburn. You know, everything went, everything went well. Yep. Everything was perfectly fine. And now they're driving around the United States. Somewhere. They did finally yeah. get um, some cell service. When they got here, they would not activate their U.S. cellular service, so they could not call and go. And they didn't get a GPS for their car, nor did they have data plans for their phones. So they were just like driving blind, which I know we talked about last time. Uh, but they did finally get a data, like a SIM card with a data plan for their phone yeah, i'm very so. impressed that they did that i'm not sure i would have known how to do that i guess they just probably went to an apple store or something we're like hey or yep. one of those roadside kiosks <laughs> who, knows? who knows what's gonna happen with that this this might be a good story anyway so anyway i guess they're and sort of making their way over to new orleans for a few days yeah, they they went to cape canaveral but didn't want to pay for the tour because it's too expensive and, and then they uh, went to Daytona Beach and now uh, and then they went to St. Augustine and did a hop on hop off tour. Oh, cute. Yeah, St. Augustine, allegedly the oldest town in the United States. Yeah. Um and then yes, I my mom was saying probably New Orleans. So hope they have some beignets and some good food. Indeed. Yep. All right. Um for taste of the keys. Yep. I have I have three items for Taste of the Keys. This is great. I know normally it's one, but there's three things. It's three um, times as good. Okay. Number one, um, we have talked a lot about the Cuban migrants coming um, in their boats, but this week, two Cuban migrants came in a motorized hang glider. Like an And they landed at Key West International Airport. In, at, on, on the runway that like 737s land on. Not quite 737s, but yes, I mean, jets. Sort of, yeah, they, they landed their little, yeah, motorized kite is what it is, right? It's an ultralight <laughs> with the Crazy. propeller in the back kind of thing. I mean, but if you're trying to avoid immigration and border patrol, they live at the airport. That is not I'm... the best place. I was like, if you'd landed on Route 1, you would have had a better chance of, of you know making contacts undetected but we have a little airport here up on sugarloaf key for uh skydive key west yeah that, so would, have been that would have been a better option more likely or summerland key mm -hmm. that little it's like a develop like a golf course development except around an airport yep um, so that's item number one all right do you remember Oh, a couple weeks ago, we had taste of the keys about a romantic interlude that went bad and a couple had invited a woman over and then somebody threw a cinder block through somebody's car window and like that was all the details we got. Yeah, it was too much love for one bed. I think it was well, with go. the subtitle. Too much I love. I have a, a detailed update. Oh, this is gold. It was real <laughs> cryptic and, and real promising initially. Yeah, it was like a threesome gone bad, right? And, and this is now better. Here's the headline. Threesome turns violent after woman mocks couple's genitals. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> Marathon fla. A couple ended up in handcuffs, not the fuzzy kind, after inviting a disrespectful, quote unquote, disrespectful woman over for a threesome, according to police. 
According to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office, officers received a complaint on March 6th from a woman named, we're just going to use first names if I can manage, Della. Della. 20, 29, who claimed to have been beaten by a couple after she accepted an invitation to join them at their house for a sexual threesome. <sighs> Citing arrest records, the smoking gun reported that Stephen met Della while working as a taxi driver. Stephen said he was in an open relationship oh. with Angela, 20. Stephen's 31. Oh, Angela God. is 20. Uh. And invited Della over to have sex with them. During sex, Angela claimed that Della became, quote, verbal, oh, very disrespectful toward the couple and told police, quote, Stephen had a little dick and his wife had a stink pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's in the police report. That I'm quoting, not... quote, oh. Stephen had a little dick and his wife had a stink pussy. <laughs> That's in the police report. <laughs> police report. That is not romantic, and it just shows that, you know, I, it, you should never have sex with someone you don't trust. Della complained to police that Stephen, quote, tried to dominate her sexually inside the house. The couple then asked Della to leave the house, but she retreated to the couch and refused to move. <laughs> Both Stephen and Angela told police. Della said Stephen then grabbed her by the hair, threw her against a wall, and the couple both threw her outside. Ugh. Della claimed Stephen then repeatedly punched her. However, in Stephen and Angela's version of events, Della got into her car and then reversed towards the door of the home where the couple was standing, striking Stephen on the leg. Oh, no, striking Angela on the leg. Um, Stephen then picked up a cinder block and threw it through the back window of the vehicle, which we know is that the thing he was charged with. Della then returned to the house and tried to punch Stephen but missed, and Stephen said she returned the blow. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm trying to convert last names to first names as I'm reading. Della returned to the house and tried to punch Angela, but she missed. And then Angela returned the punch and knocked Della to the ground, telling her to leave the property. She then reportedly left the residence in her car, but parked down the street. And Stephen went running after her, but she left before he reached her vehicle. Ugh. Stephen was charged with felony throwing. This is a better charge. But remember before it was felony throwing of a cinder block into an occupied vehicle? Yes. No, no. He was charged with felony throwing of a deadly missile. <laughs> felony throwing of a deadly missile. And Angela was charged with battery. Della was not arrested for the incident, but two days later she was arrested for hitting a man in the face with a glass face filled with gravel and rocks. Wait, a different man. Not yes. Steven. Wow, she's a, a different real man. Surprise. Wow. According to the smoking gun, the 31-year-old victim was identified by police as the father of her children. That's who she hit in the face. Oh, police messy. said she was out on bond for another crime last year in which she was arrested after being pulled over. She was the passenger in an SUV driven by a 39-year-old female friend. When the pair were pulled over, Della allegedly tried to toss an open bottle of tequila when police found drug paraphernalia beneath her seat, she fought the arresting officers. She was charged with battery to a police officer resisting arrest, possession of drug paraphernalia, and tampering with evidence. Did she According bite? Did she bite? This would be a trifecta. Hang, or a, Ingo, or a hang on. Oh, my hang God. On. Oh, my God. According to court records, the arresting officer reported that as Della and her friend were being driven to Key West Jail, they, quote, began engaging in romantic acts in the back <laughs> of the squad car. 
The officer stopped the car and moved Draper's, uh, moved Della's handcuffs. So they were behind her back, at which point she pulled her bathing suit to one side and said, quote, do you want to see my A star, 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 E? Which I'm guessing is asshole. But. <laughs> A. Wait, yeah, that it must be sense, asshole. The... They have the A and the E. <laughs> oh, no, I, I filled in the other ones. Oh, okay. that's, that's just a really bad censored one. It, the previous were D star, star, K and P star, 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 Y. I can fill those in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do you want to see my asshole <laughs> she said to the cop you're taken to jail that's just uh, uh wow this i could not have been more pleased with this update i did not see a lot of that coming oh boy what a so mess. if you go over to the smoking gun threesome goes bad couple ends up in cuffs a tryst goes awry. Criminal charges follow. That's the story. I, love, I was love reading is so from complicated. a... Love a is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Wait, there you go. That was... doesn't even sound like money changed hands or anything. She just no, came no. over to participate. Just get it on, yeah. And then hang up on the couch, I guess, is what she wanted to do. Hang out on the couch. No, I don't know what she wanted. This is very... It's great. There's still details missing, but it's very interesting. Okay, our final taste of the keys. A Florida Keys animal farm didn't expect this to happen after a new critter arrived. What do you think happened to go? The new critter ate something. Oh, okay. Uh, when a Florida Keys animal farm, this is the animal farm, the sheriff's animal farm, mm -hmm. took in a hedgehog a few weeks ago, little did handlers expect others would follow. It was a pregnant hedgehog. Yep, it's not often I get to make this type of announcement a because our public... Our <laughs> because our policy here at the farm is to spay and neuter all of our animals, the Monroe County Sheriff's Office posted on Facebook. We are not here to breed more. We are here to take in animals that need a home. Surprise! The Sheriff's Menagerie now has two baby hedgehogs. Oh, that's so cute. How did it happen? Unbeknownst to us, when we received Juju the Hedgehog on February 11th, Juju. she was already pregnant. Adorable. Two weeks ago, she gave birth to two adorable hoglets. They're hoglets. They're tiny, itty bitty hedgehogs. Oh, I'm, I'm delighted. I they're love like, hedgehogs. They're like the size of a lemon, pretty much. I love hedgehogs. And little hedgehogs, even better. They're very cute. Oh, cute. So They're keeping them in the zoo? I think so, yeah. We should adopt a hedgehog. It'd be cute. Bank would be friends with, with her. I like hedgehogs. I mean, I've never had a hedgehog, but like in theory, it seems interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so there you go. That is it for the sort of extensive Taste of the Keys this week. Uh, do you have a German word of the week? Well, uh, uh, let me detour. Do you know what the German word for hedgehog is? Uh, no. Mm. I'm not telling you. Mm -mm. I mean, I'll tell it, everyone. It's but... part kind of pig. Uh, nope. Tell no, tell me. Eagle. What? I-G-E-L. Eagle. Oh, I, I would not have gotten that. I thought it was like a... No, Meerschweinchen is guinea pig. Is, has a oh, maybe that's where I was going. Yeah, maybe. But then the... Eagle. The eagle has landed. What's the thing that you stepped on in the water? Sea urchin. It's called yeah, a... fuck that thing. Z-Eagle, which kind of makes sense. 
Oh, well, that's clever. It's in the water. It's in front of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, eagle is a German word for... Eagle. Mm -hmm. Nice. Oh, do you know what the word for rubber ducky is? Speaking of rubber ducking jeeps. Yeah, I do. Rubber ducky uh, is gumidugia. I don't think that's right. Hey, Siri, what's the German word for rubber ducky? In German, rubber ducky is... I, you know, when I used to watch Sesame Street with Ernie and Bert, you know, Ernie had a rubber ducky and sang to it. Rubber ducky, you're the one. It's gummi entchen. Gummi ent ente, and then chien is just the diminutive. Gummi entchen. Mm-hmm. Like it's ducky. Not gummi ducky. Gummi ducky. Siri, Siri just told sounds me. Dutch. Gummi ducky. Or it sounds like Siri just read it out, or it's from IKEA. It's an Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> Gumi Dukia. I don't think that's right. I mean, I may miss some slang and that may be what the kids are calling it these days, but I, I learned Gumi Entian. Gumi Dukia. I Is don't... fun to say? <laughs> yes, I like it. It's not German. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gumi Dukia. What's, what's the German word for rubber ducky? In German... Rubber ducky is gumidoku. Oh, oh, you oh. changed it. Gu- gumi. Duction. <laughs> no, no, du- gumidoku. <laughs> gumidoku. Ah, anyway, it's not inchin. I know inta. For some reason, like in every time I've like worked on my German, including like when I was in high school, it's real important to teach you the word for duck. They always fucking teach you the word for duck. I don't know why. I don't talk about ducks that much. There's a lot of songs in German with duck in it. Mm. Ducks. Kids songs. Alle meine Entchen. Well, now I can say, du steckst die Ente in die Türgriff von einem Jeep. Yeah, mm. genau. Das ist das Spiel. That's how you... That das just means you pu- you stick the duck in the door handle of a Jeep. And that's how you spiel duck, duck, Jeep auf Deutsch. Duck, duck, Jeep. You got ducked. Yeah. All right. Gumidukia slash inta slash inchin. Inta. The inta. Gumidukia is is just not in any. It's not written down anywhere. See, it's literally written down in Siri. She wrote it down. I don't trust her. This is a lesson to not trust AI. Uh, You have anything for Ingo Corner? Um, No. I'm I'm glad to be in Florida when there's no winter. I'm getting old and soft. Winter sucks. Your mom was like, this seems like a really good place for pensioners because you don't have to do very much and it's nice and warm. And I was like, Gerda, that's why lots of old people move you, here. You <laughs> discovered Florida. Yep. <laughs> good job. Good job. No, yeah. it's, it's uh, you know, it's a little still a little gray here. There's not a lot of green. It's weird. And I was like looking at what I have to pack to go to Boston and it's going to be nippy there. I mean, it's not going to be super cold, but it's going to like one, one of the days I'm going to get up and have to go to class and it's going to be like in the thirties. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could just be cold. You don't have to wear anything. You can do whatever you want. You're growing up. (laughs) You you can decide what you want. I know. I think I'm going to bring a jacket though. You didn't wear pants for, I'm not absolutely not bringing pants. I'll bring like sweatpants for my hotel. I'm not wearing pants to class. No. Uh, but you didn't wear pants in Chicago winters, which I think is pretty. I cool. did own pants in college, though. But I also mean, maybe dangerous jeans. to your knees. 
Yeah. <laughs> they might I, freeze. Your knees. I, I had jeans. I mean, I, I wore skirts in the winter for sure, but I did, I did have jeans, so I wasn't always bare-legged. Badass. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll be over distance from the other side next week. Yeah. And then we'll be back together. Um, and until then, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye. Bye.